Good morning. This is Jen. Today we are talking about the first area of my best life journal. Um, significant others, or I would say it as relationships. So um, today, when we talk about relationships, I just want to share a little bit about why I, as a speaking coach, would be talking about this and how it's significant in our relationship to food. And here's the thing. In reality, everything in our entire life affects our relationship with food. I mean, I've said before, it's not just about the food. It seems like it's about the food. It is about the food, but it's not just about the food when it comes to losing weight or having a different relationship with food. Um, It's what's been so interesting for me to realize is that um, dealing with a food struggle my whole life, I felt that if I could just control my food, then I would be in more control of everything. But the reality is all by looking at all the other things about my life, all the areas of my life, the areas we're going to be talking about in this um, workshop, uh, the areas of this journal that um, I pulled from the life wheel exercise. I don't know if you are uh, accustomed to that, if you know about that. But the, the thing is that by looking at all those other things, that's how, this is how, I have come to so much more peace in my life with food and my relationship with food, my body image issues and everything else. So moving on, looking at relationship, it's just one area of my life that has affected my relationship with food. Um, and for my like for you, I it, I encourage you to look at your own relationships with other people, how that affects you. But I'll give an example for me, how that's affected me a lot is that um, not only with my husband, with, but with my four kids and also all my friends, um, the way that I feel in relationship either makes me feel like when I feel good about relationships, then honestly, I feel like I struggle less with food. But when I feel frustrated, defensive, or not confident, then my it's harder for me to eat in a way that nourishes my body. So hopefully that makes sense to you. Um, I'm hoping you'll contact me if you have any questions about how this affects you or you want to chat about it. But my best guess is that a lot of us deal with this. So, um, I'd say for myself, the thing that has become most clear to me is how my um, sensitive nature, I'm very empathetic. Um, I tend to really notice the feelings of the people around me. And so, um, when, um, Sorry, I'm thinking how to explain this here um, best, but just like that whole um, area for me of like doing good self-care and um, having boundaries. I talk about that a lot with clients. Um, As I create better boundaries and better self-care for myself and recognize my needs 
and that honestly as a caregiver um a per- or really caring about anybody else at all the only way i'm the best version of myself for them is by taking good care of me and so that does not mean starving myself so i can be thinner nor does it mean eating my feelings because i'm frustrated right so it can be one teacher the other um so today i want to give you a couple of tools that have helped me um and i hope they'll help you so the first one i want to talk about is having conversations with my staff okay so it's easy for me to not uh like not have a voice i guess it's easy for i have a voice but it's easy for me to feel like my voice is bad my opinion is not quite as important or maybe my feelings right so it's easy for me to put others needs ahead of mine make those more of a uh priority for me let the like if they're stressed then i feel stressed right so i have found it super helpful to be sure to find ways and for me this has become a journaling um a journaling practice in the mornings also um a mindset practice just setting aside time every morning to look at how i'm feeling how i want to feel um use that journal template my best life journal to look at how i all the areas of my life how i want them to be and how i want to feel in those areas because honestly attaching an emotion to the intention is how we actually get results because that's how our brain works so as we create a intention and we make sure we understand how we want to feel it's actually priming our brain to go and find ways to achieve those things because our um motor cortex is prompted by those feelings just how it works so the mindset work is the first tool i want to make sure that i encourage you to set aside time for yourself to understand yourself because when you understand yourself better you're going to then show up better in your relationships as well. Then the second thing, the second tool that I want to give you today is looking at um energy gainers and drainers. This is an exercise that I learned about in my training at the Institute for Psychology of Eating and it's proven very useful for me. I referred to boundaries earlier in this conversation and honestly the only way that I have known or found what boundaries I need to create in my relationships is by looking at this by looking at the energy gainers and drainers in my life. So what I'd encourage you to do is just start to take note of make a list of what drains you of energy and honestly sometimes certain people can be both depending on how i'm feeling right so sometimes i feel more drained when i spend time with my husband although i love him it's just the way it tends to work and then other times it's a gainer and so an energy gainer and so as um we balance out the energy gainers and drainers in our life we become more balanced that we understand ourselves better so that we know what we need and when we need it right so um a 
good balance of like time spent with my husband versus time spent with my friends versus time spent alone. Combining all of those needs is how we find better balance. Therefore, we're going to have a balance, more balanced relationship with food as well. Our, our body is always looking for homeostasis. We as humans like are wired to look for homeostasis. So sometimes just by creating more balance areas, then our relationship with food is going to become more balanced. So naturally, without great effort, that's what I'm looking for. I don't, we don't want to do it the struggle bus way, right? So let's do it the easy way. Rather than freak out about what we're eating or not eating, let's create that balance in the other areas. And then it just naturally, it's just a part of our life instead of a big focus. That's how it's been for me anyway. Um, okay, so moving on to the last tool, the tool that, or the last tool for today, the third thing that I want to share with you is probably the biggest, one of the biggest helps that I have um, benefited from in relationship advice or in searching for answers that help me in my relationship, especially if I was in, in all relationships, and that is book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. So, you may have heard of that book. It's not a new one. Um, it's a big one in self-development. You may have read it a few times, but what I want to remind you of today is a very important point from that book that it, and it's this, sorry, that everyone just wants to feel important. It's People, people say shit from their own shit, right? So it's not that your spouse or your friend wants to treat you badly if you are feeling badly about the way that things are going or you're feeling defensive. Whatever it may be that can be a challenge in relationships, it's not that they want to treat you badly, but they're probably feeling badly if they are acting badly. So if you're having a hardship with another human and you feel that you wish things were different if you can find ways to make you feel better guys they'll treat you better too right if you think about it it's just the way it works it may not be fair that's probably the thing that has been the um, most um looking for the right word here but the the biggest thing most enlightening moment that I had is that like it's a choice right like I might not feel like what the other person did was fair but perspective is really what creates the way that I feel about that anyway and so if I want to be more wise and want to if I choose to be in relationship with that person then in order to make peace and to honestly feel better about myself, sometimes it just makes most sense to just let it go. Like maybe in my head, I know it didn't feel fair and I don't, I, I wish it were differently if I could choose, but since I can't make other people change, I can invite them to a change. And so if I just make my, for instance, husband help, like feel but compliment him, find a way to make him feel better about himself honestly I get the better 
end up that situation just by being kind. It's just wise. Might not be fair, but it's wise. Sometimes that's the best choice. Like I like to tell my peoples, uh, share with my peoples, good question for me has been, well, given all you've got going on, what's the best way to handle it? So anyway, I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, this conversation on relationship and how it affects our eating and honestly it's a relationship with food as well so make peace with food right let me know if you have any questions or if I can support you with this at all and have a beautiful day thanks for being here I appreciate you Jen here. So today we're going to be talking about the second area of my best life journal. Um, First, let's talk about what my best life journal is and why we practice it every morning, filling it out. The reason why we do the best life journaling is because the way to create results that last in our life is by Reminding our conscious brain of our intentions, what is important to us, and the feeling that we want to achieve and practice having more of by um, having this outcome in our life. So um, we take in our, we write our intentions and we um, also note the feeling that we are wanting to experience more of in our life because when we attach the feeling, to the outcome, that's how we create results. So, um, if you have any questions, of course, we can chat more, but let's move into the second area that is personal growth um, or learning. Um, The reason why personal growth and learning is important, um, how it connects to our relationship with food is, well, first of all, If we want a different outcome, it is so helpful, it's so powerful to learn new things because when we learn new things, we create more neural connections in the brain. And as we practice those things, that's how we wire those new connections and create new experiences, which is teaching our body, our subconscious brain, how we want to feel so um, the first it's the first step what's really important really is to learn new things because then it makes us well smarter and then we can actually get different results so I'm hoping that all makes sense to you but the point being that as we learn new ways of doing things not only can we change our results with our relationship with food, our diet, whatever we want to call that, but we also create more connections in our brain so that we can solve other challenges in our life. And honestly, guys, it's not just about the food. It's about all the things in our life that are challenging, all the ways we feel in balance that lead us to have an imbalance with food. So anyway, that's hopefully helpful to you. 
Um, what I want to share with you today is a few tools, a few modes of learning that have helped me. So um, what I like to do is, first of all, I'll just share with you, sorry, but um, I like to um, really work to daily um, learn, learn a little bit more about something an area of growth in my life. So what I do is like pick a topic. Um, I usually have something that is uh, more prevalent in my mind that's something I want to work on. Um, like I'll just be honest, in the last year or so of my life, I've really been wanting to um, improve relationships, um, particularly those closest to me. Uh, like improve communication and all that so honestly for me I have been learning a lot about relationship I also really enjoy learning about business and all that so um, anyways those are two things but my point being I try to learn something new daily and or learn on that topic and I um, and I just share this just in case it's helpful for you. Everybody's different, so it's not that you need to do it exactly like me. I do encourage you to fill out the Life Journal daily, but as far as learning, um, for me, I just like to have it on my, um, kind of like on my list every day. And then what I do is like pick a topic I'm wanting to like learn more on. And then I wanted to just give you a couple of ideas of places to find information. So. Obviously, reading books is super helpful. Um, audiobooks is totally um, the way to go for me, um, but everyone learns differently, so whatever works best for you is what I encourage. Um, but um, then another place I found a ton of information that's been really helpful for me is podcasts. I mean, if you're here, you're probably um, also listening to podcasts, but um, books, podcasts, and then the third thing, of course, is um, like trainings and courses. And um, though I personally do prefer like in-person learning from um, like coaches or um, others in person, I know that we're in a different time right now and so honestly a lot of that probably would be online for you but the um, thing I want to be sure to share with you is of course there is like plenty of opportunities to pay people to learn new things but if that is not an option for you there's tons of free information on the internet guys um, just Google it, you know, so it may sound like a, like no brainer, maybe you're already doing that, but I just wanted to encourage you that if you are wanting growth in your life, if you're wanting to heal in any area of your life, learning new information is the way to go because when we learn new things and then we practice those things, that is how we teach our body, so our subconscious brain, our habit brain, how to do new things. So learn new things, practice it, practice it, practice it, and it becomes a habit. So anyhow, I hope this was helpful for you. I thank you for tuning in. And of course, look me up I'm at jensider.com or jenna at jensider.com. If you have any questions, I would love to chat with you. 
and I just want you to know that I believe in you and I hope you believe in you too. Have a great day. Hey there, Jen here coming on to share about the third area of my best life journal and that is fun and leisure time is another way that I would say that. So first of all, let's talk about my best life journal, what that is and why we practice it daily. So my best life journal is based on the concept of balance in life leads to balance with food. So daily we take a step in each of the areas. We note that step in each of the areas to set an intention to create the feeling we want to experience more of in each of those areas, right? And the reason we do that is because the way to get results that last in our life is this. By attaching emotion to intention, we give direction to our RES, which is our reticular activating system, which tells our conscious brain what to do or it gives a pathway for us to take the steps to achieve those results in our life. So if you have questions about that, do contact me. I know that was a mouthful. But basically, the bottom line is by creating intentions in our life and attaching emotion to that, understanding why that's important to us, that gives our brain the prompt it needs to go and achieve those things. So, for fun and leisure, one thing that is really important to know in our relationship to food, this is why fun and leisure time matters, is that sometimes food is used as a symbolic substitute for other things that are missing in our life. So if we're not having a lot of fun and enjoying our life otherwise, sometimes we look for a little extra fun with food and of course we want to enjoy our food that's actually how we're wired it's important but if that's the only place I'm getting pleasure getting having fun then it's a little bit imbalanced right so by enjoying other things in life more then it kind of goes without saying but it's something that I have actually experienced in my life is that when I quote-unquote bother to take the time to have fun and the reason I say that is because it's easy for me to rush around when I bother to take the time to have fun not in such a hurry then I find that my relationship with food is just a little more balanced it's just kind of a uh less of an issue it just it's it goes with ease it flows so um really quick I was just gonna share with you just for fun but um I don't know if you'll understand this but I'm guessing if you follow my podcast you will um by way of explanation the reason why this area is really important to me is because um I tend to be 
the kind of person that, it's kind of like that country song that goes, I'm in a hurry to get things done, oh I rush and rush until life's no fun. Yeah, that's been me. So I'm learning to slow down and find time for fun and leisure and fulfillment and then food is just an easier thing for me. So a couple of things that I have tried and liked and benefited from that I wanted to share with you. A couple of ideas. Um, maybe you have some of your own. Maybe you're just struggling to find time for them. But what I realized is I didn't even know what I liked. So a couple of things I found I enjoy is puzzles. So not just any puzzle. My husband pointed this out the other day that if it's a better quality one and it has distinct um, pictures on the puzzle, like we did one with license plates or flags, that kind of thing. Um, if it's like easier, more defining pictures on it, it's easier to do. So those are the kind we enjoy, like maybe 500 pieces, sometimes a thousand if it's not too complicated. So you could give that a try. Another thing that I found that I enjoy um, is adult coloring books. Um, by the way, these things I'm suggesting are things that are kind of for those little time gaps, those little after work, you know, um, down um, to just like chill out, some downtime. Um, uh, there's plenty of things I enjoy that are like bigger, bigger trips, you know, like going to the beach or going on a hike or things like that. Those, those are more time consuming, right? So. Um, for just those little like time gaps at home where it's time to take a break, find some relaxation, that kind of thing. Um, these are things I like. So uh, puzzles, adult coloring books. Um, and the other thing that I found I like that uses a little bit of brain power so that, but in a way that helps me kind of like regulate and like chill out is um, Extreme Dot to Dots. I know I didn't even know they exist. I've only known Dot to Dots to be like up to 100 for kids, right? But apparently there are Extreme Dot to Dots like, or thousands of numbers and they're actually kind of fun. So I just wanted to share that with you. So a couple of things to do that are fun, but the whole point of this entire piece here, this part of the Best Life Journal is that I just want to encourage you and point out that even if our to-do list seems really, really long, and as adults, I, I'm like, adulting's hard, you know? It's, we have tons of responsibilities. But what I want to encourage you with is that, honestly, if we take a little break and um, take time to have some fun for some leisure, you honestly will find you get more done when you are working. So don't downplay the need for fun because honestly, it's how, yeah, we'll be more productive because when we are more balanced, when we are better regulated, then our brain actually works better. So we will be better at problem solving and we will be able to be more productive in all those things so there's a lot to it with um, balance and homeostasis and just like finding the way to be in a well-regulated state so 
hope this was helpful for you. I thank you for being here. I appreciate you, and I hope you have a beautiful day today. And reach out if you need anything. Thanks for listening. Jen here. I want to talk today about my fourth area of my best life journal, and that's health. So, of course, if you're following me because I'm an eating coach, you probably have had a great deal of thoughts about this topic of health, at least if you're anything like I am, and my guess is you might have some things in common if you're following me. So, Um, What I want to say about health today is that, I mean, I used to think of health as thinness, you know, thin people are healthy, right? But the reality is that health, it maybe needs to be redefined. Maybe that would help us, right? So, I mean... If I'm totally honest, I've met some really unhealthy people that are thin, right? And I've met some people who are not super thin, but have actually a better quality of life, maybe, or mental health, or even physical fitness than a thin person, um, you know, that society at large would probably think is more healthy and so maybe it's time for us to redefine health I mean that's my suggestion for you is let's look at your goals when it comes to health and what you want your entire life to look like really that's why we're doing the best life journaling Um, but also uh, maybe it's time to redefine health for yourself so Um, That's my encouragement to you today is to uh, address that and to look at what health means to you. I can tell you that for myself, in the past, I had this goal. When people talk to me about health, my response and really my pursuit of great health was really based in my thoughts about my weight. And so I guess I sort of thought to be of good health meant to be thin and honestly at my thinnest I was actually pretty unhealthy so I've sort of switched that up and now where my goal used to be to be thin now my goal is to have a good quality of life so when it comes to my food and my exercise and all of the ways that I take care of my health it's in the pursuit of enjoying my life that the things I do support the quality of life I want to have. So it's like with my food, I'm looking at that my food supports the life I actually want to be living. So it's, it's like, I want to, I want to live intentionally. I want to have my actions support the life that I'm choosing to live. So that would be the first thing I'd suggest is to Uh, redefine your health and then the things I wanted to share with you today and I am really wanting to point out before I say this I I want to encourage you that you get to decide for yourself what this means for you so 
don't just copy me if it's not what you should be doing, right? But I wanted to share with you today the three um, affirmations, the intentions that I repeat every day currently because they're really, um, they're addressing the things that for me are important in order to be of good health. So I look at how I want to eat. So for me right now, that is, I am eating in the way that feels good to my body, which right now, lately, that's been a reminder that I want to feel light and energetic. So that's my goal with my food is that I feel light and energetic after eating it. And then I look at exercise. So I, I know that for myself, I always feel good if I exercise. And so then I am working on exercising every day if I can. And the reason I say that is because I'm such a perfectionist that if I say every day, I kind of quit on myself. So I try to get to cardio every weekday. And if on the weekends too, that's great. But I make, I really strive for the weekdays because that's how it fits best for my life. And then the third thing is I do mindset work daily so that I can be intentional with my day. So that includes like some journaling. It includes some podcasts. It includes um, just whatever I need to be in the frame of mind. I know that I'm intentional. I've done my best life journal and all the things that help me be like set for the day so that I know that I'm living my life in the way that I'm choosing to live. So I hope that's helpful for you. Um, My point being the three things that I've looked at that to me are important in having good health is movement, foods, and mindset work. So maybe those are three things that you would like to look at in looking at how good health is for you, what that means for you. Um, Just send me a message. If you have any questions, I would love to chat with you. I'm uh, Jen at jensider.com and I thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. And I believe in you. Hope you believe in you too. Good day, my friend. Jen here. I'm coming on to share about the fifth area of my best life journal. And this one is money, 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 money. So First of all, I just want to say, a little disclaimer here, I don't feel that I have this area of the life wheel mastered. However, I will share with you what I have found so far that has been helpful for me or felt helpful. But I do want to say, just so you know, I I know you can figure it out. I know I can figure it out, whatever we choose to figure out. But I won't tell you something 
that I have not figured out yet myself. So I'm just, I'm only going to share with you what has helped me thus far and that I feel good about. But like all of us, this is one of those things. We all have things that are a work in progress and money for me is one of them. So um, it's an area that I believe I will master in the future. No, not master, but improve. Um, But I think the biggest thing about money is that it all boils down to beliefs and self-talk and all of that. So I know for myself, there's some stuff I haven't figured out about money, but my encouragement to you with the money area what I want to do, what I do want to say, sorry, is that I think the biggest area, my belief is that the biggest area, thing that helps us change things, improve things, all of that is that self-talk. It's that subconscious that, excuse me, tends to drive the bus if we're not aware. So what I've learned so far and what is helping me so far are these things I will give you a couple of thoughts a couple of uh, tips that I am using in current day Um, but first I just want to connect the dots for you the reason that I as an eating coach am addressing money is because don't forget with more balance in our life we tend to or will have a more balanced relationship with food right So I know that my challenges in balancing out money, not overspending, is really the thing. Um, And believing that I can create more money and all of that um, is, it all boils down to, sorry, the self-talk and the reason it's connected to food. I know that my stress with that, the fact that I spend, tend to be an overspender, um, just being totally transparent, I know has made it, um, that's a stressor, especially for my husband. And so then that, knowing that, that that's disappointing for him is stressful for me, which of course affects my eating, right? So anyways, back to helping you or sharing with you what might help you I just want to give you these couple of thoughts and um, they are to do some exploration Um, if you're wanting to make some changes or to improve your money status I mean come on who doesn't want more money right Um, I would encourage you to explore look at that self-talk so maybe do some journaling or just ask yourself these questions but be super transparent and honest with yourself I mean dig around in there like that subconscious remember it's 95% it does tend to drive the bus we have to pay attention so that the stories that we subconsciously tell ourselves about money are the ones we want to be telling ourselves right and it's possible to change that so excuse me and looking at the money part I would say to look at what is your reality, right? Like 
I found that just due to fear of failure and all of that, that when I am really honest about it, I tend to not pay a ton of attention to exactly where my money, our money is at until, um, until I have to pay a bill. And then it's like, well, if I don't have enough cash, I'll just pay off my credit card, which whatever, no judgment on that. But the point being that when I really, or what I'm learning about is that the only way, honestly, to um, work together with the power that is in charge, whatever you choose to believe that is, I know it's God for me, but um, if you look at it and are really honest about it, that's the only way to make it improve. Like if, if I'm not really paying attention to how much money I do and don't have, and if the like bills don't match up to the amount I'm making by not having a super concrete budget, I'm not really inviting in more. Right. And so we have to be really honest is what I've, I've been listening to this, um, money guru guru lately. And that's what I am learning. So I wanted to share that with you. And then, um, by looking, when you look at that, um, whether it is or isn't what you want it to be, then look at what do you desire, right? So that's another thing that I'm looking at is like, okay, well, what do I even want? I mean, if you don't even have a clear plan to help a greater power give you what you want, why would why would you get it, right? So it's looking at that and like setting an intention, like what do you desire? And then look at why, remember? Attaching, attaching, well, and a feeling to our intention, that's how we give our brain a way to achieve that. So knowing why it's important for you to, first of all, have ends, excuse me, ends meet, but then also, if you want abundance, why? What do you want it for? What is it going to do for you? What are all the things that are going to make Like, how is that going to make your life so much better? That is how you are actually going to create a um, plan, a pathway, a uh, way for your brain, the RAS as a filter in your brain that filters out unnecessary information. So give yourself, your brain, a chance to achieve your dreams, right? So we got to dream in order to... uh, get what we want, right? So anyways, more balance with money is going to lead to more balance with food. I promise you'll see it come true. So I hope, honestly, I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, Send me a message if you have any questions or want to chat. I love being in connection with other people that are on this same journey. So I look forward to hearing from you and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Hey there, Jen here coming on to share about my best life journal. And we're talking today about the sixth area, which is career or job or I would just say it as what you spend the most of your day doing because, um, you know, it might not be a paid position, but most of us as adults spend our days doing something that can take a lot of our attention. It can cause overwhelm or stress, and it takes a lot of um, 
or it takes a balancing act to juggle all things as an adult, but um, the better balance we have with our job, our career, or if we're a parent or a caregiver, the more balance we have in those areas of our life, the more balanced our relationship will be with food, right? So I wanted to share a couple of tips with you, a couple of things that have helped me with this area of the life wheel, and they are as follows. So um, my favorite thing before I start my work day is to do a brain dunk. So what I mean by that is really just spending a bit of time with some calm music or in a quiet atmosphere, um, just jotting down things that are on my mind, just releasing all the things that may take my attention or distract me from what I intend to do with that, those hours of my day, um, whether that be um, things I need to buy at the store or kids or appointments I need to make or anything, but um, or anything I would say that is outside the realm of the work I'm currently doing. So I spend some time with some quiet music, just bringing myself back into the current moment. And I do a brain dump where I just release and write down all those notes of those things that I'm, I might get distracted by or might uh, be nervous that I'd forget, for instance. And then the next thing that I do after the brain dump is I like to use a day planner. Might sound like a no-brainer, um, but I find that the days I use a planner that's kind of organized well for me, the kind I like has the hours of the day, so I can put in appointments. I transfer that from my calendar. So I like a sheet of paper that has the times of the day, maybe even by half hour, and then an area to put to-dos or things I need to get done at some point in my day. And then I like the ones that also have um, the top three things, top priorities. So it's like on one side, it's got the hours of the day and the other side, it's got the top three and my to-do list. And that just really helps me kind of line it all out, make sure I know what's what and what I have to do at what time, gives me some structure to my day. and. Honestly, it helps me feel better about my day, and when we feel better eating, well, better is easier, feels easier. So, um, the third thing I would suggest is, um, sorry, so I want to back up, brain dump, and then day planner. And then the other thing is a checklist or to-do list, and I mentioned that on the planner, but I just keep a running to-do list or, or checklist, really. Um, for each day of like my duties for the day or the things I need to get done or all that. So really overall, I'd say the more organized I am, the more balanced I feel, the more successful I am with my day, which for me has led to better eating habits. It just releases the need to stress eat or makes that less of a thing. So again, I just want to remind us that with more balance in life, we have a more balanced relationship with food because our body is just made that way. We are wired for homeostasis. So I'm proud of you for doing this journaling and I thank you for listening. And as always, feel free to contact me, Jen at jensider.com. Have a beautiful rest of your day.
Sarah Jen here coming on to share another area of my best life journal. The reason we like to do our best life journaling every single morning is because with more balance in life, we will have more balance with our food. And so as a recovering yo-yo dieter, I can only assume that with this information applied that you will see great changes in your life. So today we're talking about the seventh area of my best life journal and that is home, environment, etc. And the reason this is really important, especially now, is because most of us spend a lot more time in our home. And the reality is that our outer environment sure does affect our inner environment. And therefore, with more outer calm and um, organization, we're gonna feel that same way inside and the better we feel the more easy we like the easier time we will have with our food the easier it is to eat better so it's like a life hack is figuring out how to tweak things in our life so that our relationship with food just is easier flows more rather than fight an uphill battle by controlling our food and all that so anyhow that's my take on things that we create a intention and attach feelings to them so that we can create a whole new life for ourselves okay so with our home environment we're going to want to have it be as um, calm secure happy all the feelings that we want more of the elevated emotions that's what we want our home to feel, right? So a couple of suggestions that I had for you, and this is somewhat of a journaling exercise maybe, or explore, excuse me, an exploration that we'll do with our, like in our thinking and, and all of that. Um, a couple of things I'd look at. So my suggestions for you is to look at, yes how your outer environment is in your home so how things are set up if they are practical easy to access they feel calm they feel cozy all the things you want like how do you want your home to be and then do what you can to create that feeling that you want in your home since you spend a lot of time there. and then the next thing that I would address is your inner environment. How do you feel when you are there, right? So kind of what I just talked about, but it's like, it's easy to look at the outside world and try to fix that so that I'll feel how I feel, but how do you feel and how do you wanna feel and how can you create more of that? So it, this all kind of blends together, but I would look at outer environment and then inner environment, like how your home makes you feel so you can create the work feeling you want and then also I would look at other people you live with in the way that I'm sure you can't we can't control them we're learning that we're, we're releasing all uh, ownership of their actions but that's our work anyway but the reality is that how they affect you also affects how you feel at home right so so just knowing that's really good information and becoming more aware of our feelings and our thoughts and all of that in our home while we're there because the way to make it more what you want it to be is knowing what the reality is, right? So anyhow, for today, when looking at and training on and sharing with you what has helped me with my home environment thus far, 
is to look at how I can make it practically speaking in the environment how I want it to like function I guess is what I'm talking about there and then how I feel when I'm there and how I want to feel versus how I want to feel and how can I create more of that remember this gives our RES our reticular activating system a pathway to achieve these things when we understand the feeling and create intention with a feeling so or set intentions so and then the last thing the people you live with how they affect you what your self-talk does when you're with them and all of that because only by knowing how you're affected by them can you change your response to them which will in turn change their response to you right so the way to change things in relationships with other people I'm learning more and more all the time is it's a mirror effect it, when I show up in the way that I want to in my relationship in a positive and loving, caring way, that is a, it tends to have a mirror effect in other people. They, they do eventually tend to show up in the way that we um, would like if we, um, it, like we can't assume this, but I it does tend to have a magnetic effect is that what I'm trying to say that when I act loving and caring other people tend to Or they it gives them the best opportunity to show up in that same way. So um, that's our best shot at Getting the behavior we want from other people is by leading by example is like that's what I'm trying to say there so Anyhow, I hope this was helpful for you. I thank you for listening I appreciate you so very much, and um, as always, contact me, Jen at jensider.com with any questions, comments, or um, for support. I love sharing with others the work that has changed my life so very much, and I just hope you have a wonderful day. Hey there, Jen here, and I'm coming on to talk about my Best Life Journal. My Best Life Journal, it was created from the life wheel to help us create more balance in our lives because with more balance in our lives, we're going to have a more balanced relationship with food. So the reason that we do the Best Life Journal every day is because it's super important for us to create intentions that are attached to the feeling that we desire to have more of in our life. Because by doing that, we give our brain, the part of our brain that's a filter called the RAS, a pathway to find the way to achieve those goals. So it's the way to get results in our life. So I invite you to join us in this practice daily. And so today we're going to talk about the eighth area, the last area, the one we haven't covered yet of my best life journal. And that is friends and family. Now, I want to tell you, this has been a big one for me because honestly, as a mama, if I want to be living my best life and feel balanced, then family and friends, but family 
and their happiness is pretty important to me. Um, so, the couple of things that I want to share with you today are a few tools that I have used in creating more balance with family and friends is, um, first of all, when I look at that area of the Best Life Journal daily, first of all, I want to tell you that um, the way that I determine my intention for the day, um, what's important to me from that area is just kind of deciding what's like most priority. What of... Um, like between my friends and family, what needs my most, like the most of my like attention that day, like which one's really more important. And I just try to pick one thing since I'm working that I'm going to do that's going to move me in the direction of the relationship I want to have with my family and friends. So for me, often it's connected. I want to feel connected. Um, it's important to me to feel connected to the people I care about. Um, but it kind of depends on the day, what the feeling is I'm wanting. Um, but going back to the tools that I want to share with you, the first one is, I would suggest making an inventory list. This has been really helpful for me. Um, an inventory list of energy gainers and drainers. So... Energy gainers or drainers can be people, places, things. It can be anything. But here we're talking about people. And that sounds kind of mean when it comes to drainers because I don't, at least for me, I feel bad to call somebody an energy drainer. But reality is some people are. Some people take a lot of my energy, right? And so I just kind of notice when I leave them that I feel just like depleted. I feel dumb. And it's not, it's not a bad thing. Um, it's just the way it is in that relationship and at least at that point and so um the goal there is if you can find what um are your drainers and gainers then we can balance those things out better right so if you know you're going to be spending some time with somebody that is draining of your energy then you can also then plan for refueling your energy right so then you can look at your energy energy gainers list and find something that fills you back up because um you know that saying you can't pour from an empty cup well it's true i found it to be so relevant for me that i have nothing if i have nothing left to give that's not going to be a benefit to people that i spend time with and so then it's important for me to be careful of that just to be balanced and then the next tool that I want to give you is um, something I already kind of referred to, but I would just look at priorities, like what's of most relevance, because, y- you know, there's this saying, another saying, um, that a, I remember somebody gave me around the time frame when my um, mom passed away, but um, she just looked at me, she goes, wow you really have a lot of people you care about. And she's like, you know, you can't be everything to everyone all the time. That really stuck with me because though I care about people, I can't do more than I have energy for, if that makes sense. So I can't, I can't fix all the things I see, but what 
I can do is offer my best quality of person, be the best version of myself wherever I'm at. That's what I work on. So prioritize, look at the people in your life and that's the second tool there besides the list the next thing the inventory list I would make uh, choose a priority for the day like does a kid need you or your kids or does you know a friend need you or just choose one thing is what has helped me and of course inevitably just the personality I have Um, I end up doing a lot of other things with lots of people, but that one person that I want to make sure I spend a little time or energy on. Um, And then the last thing I want to look at with you is I want to be sure to encourage you to empower yourself that your choices, the ones that you decide, the things that you decide are best for you. And so this is like a belief I want you to look at is that like who gets to choose what you find matters to you or the decisions you make. Because I find it's easy, especially as an empathetic person, to kind of feel unsure, depending on who I'm talking to, of what I believe to be the best thing in my life. But you choose your beliefs. And so I just really want to empower you to, to choose your, like, choose your beliefs wisely and believe in what you, you, you know, make sure you're um, trying to think how I, how to say this, but make sure that what you are thinking about, the thoughts you think, those are choices for you. A thought isn't fact. It's, a thought that pops in your head and as we take a look at the beliefs we've had we can think different thoughts and therefore change our beliefs because a thought or a belief is just a repeated thought so anyway the tools for friends and family is I look at energy gainers and drainers and try, do my best to balance those out in picking up um, in a sorry intention for the day and then look at prioritizing which thing is of most importance on this fine day and then make sure that you look at your beliefs and your thoughts about what you should be doing about your life and how those other people affect you and you just remember you choose the beliefs you have so I hope this is helpful for you I thank you for listening and Don't forget, you were meant for more than just dieting. Have a great day.